Hey, y'all. How you doing? This is Ehud, son of Dennis, coming to you live from the Middle West of the divided states of America and to the Republic for which it stands, two nations under God, quite divided with liberty and justice for some. Uh, you can reach us at Ehud at it's a religion.org. That's Ehud at it's a religion.org. And we are here to encourage those of the faith, those in the faith, those who believe the Bible is true, the Word of God, the one truth that we've been given by our creator the one who made us the one who gave us life the one who made this planet and the stars and the universe there's a reason it's called the universe people one verse in the beginning god made the heavens and the earth and it wasn't always this way it wasn't always uh um people following after their own intuition their own man-made ideas um for many 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 moons uh, people believed in the creator that there was a special creation a special reason that this was all made and uh and you know then you had a, a group small group of folks that wanted to do it without god one of which uh had a real hard time with god because of some personal issues which is typically the case you know i mean most of the folks i've ever known or come into or once you dig in a little bit with them who don't want to follow God, who don't want to subscribe to biblical truth, um, have usually had some type of issue in their lives. I mean, some of them are just deceived from the get-go. Like they had parents that never taught them the Bible or, um, you know, but I mean, you get to Christmas time in this country and everybody celebrates Christmas and yet you go, well, wait a minute, what's this all about? So, um, you know, everybody's exposed to it at the very least. But... I di excuse me, I digress. But anyway, um, here we talk about uh, things like evolution from the standpoint that it is a religion. It's a religious activity. They put faith in something that is um, basically has its own priests, it has its own temples, it has its own worship mechanisms. Um, because let's face it, folks, you're going to worship something in this life. You're either worshiping yourself, um, somebody else something or god and you know that's about it uh, but you will worship something you were made to do that you were made to um to worship and you know i think the the bible is the clearest most concise explanation of everything that that has happened to bring this uh, creation into existence to give us life to give us understanding uh, we were made by someone with vast intelligence that imparted uh, that intelligence to us that we could learn and grow and understand things and discover things and create things just like he um, does. So, you know, where this is all going to end up, I think the Bible's pretty clear. Um, and I think we see it, you know, the beginnings of that happening right before our eyes. You see this uh, effort, uh, World Economic Forum, becoming the it's interesting how that has become the central focus, not the European Union, not the United Nations, but the WEF seems to be this uh, kettle in which they're brewing this potion that, that they're going to try and take over the world with. I don't know how that's going to work. I don't see the uh, Muslims being real excited about that. I don't see the Chinese communist folks. Um, they may want to participate, but they're going to want to do it their own way. So, but in the end, we have a king. We have a king. He's, his name is the Lord Jesus Christ. And he came to this earth a little over 2,000 years ago, 
um, did a miraculous work while he was here, um, and then went because of his love for us, went to the cross, died for us, rose again in the third day, is seated at the right hand of the Father, and intercedes for us to this day. He is alive. And every other religion, every other activity that you want to try and put faith in, they're all dead. Muhammad's dead. Uh, Buddha's dead. Um, Darwin's dead. On and on and on. Okay? And if you want to put your faith in dead people and dead things, things that really uh, come from man's uh, own ideas and not the word of God, then, uh, you know, Lord bless you. I hope that, that for your sake, I'm wrong, I guess. That's about the only thing I can say. Um, but please, I implore you, read the Bible. Um, compare it to um, what you see in all these other things. And, and yeah, there are there's some things in the Bible I don't understand, certainly. But who am I to question God in, in that way, right? Um, I'm sure there's things I would not understand uh, in other things. But, I, you know, at the basic, and we always come back to this on this show, on one side, you have the Lord God Almighty. You have eyewitness accounts going back to the creation of all of this. All right. Adam and Eve were here, folks, and could have easily passed that information down to their through their lineage. And their lineage is in there. Their sons are in there. The ones who uh, the line of Christ came through. That is the, the record that God wanted to, to have written down. And... You know, the other side, you have millions of years in a bowl of soup that created everything. Think about that. That's all you got. I mean, they can dress it up fancy and make it look pretty all they want. But the fact is, that's what it comes down to. So you're telling me millions of years ago, a bowl of soup created all this. Well, yeah, you know, it's just it really is blatantly false and blatantly stupid. And it amazes me that supposedly smart people put their... Uh, faith and trust in something like that but again i you know i've put done some very dumb things in my life so uh you know i i don't say that in angst i just say it in man you know how could i even be that stupid when i was younger to do some of the things that i did and believe some of the things that i believed but anyway i digress so we are up to Exodus chapter 26 in the Bible. We're reading through the Bible. Uh, again, I'm going to get to a point probably after the book of Judges uh, or so when they get into the specifics around the kings of Israel and stuff. I will leave that to people who want to continue to read. And then we may move on to some uh, information and in some of the other prophets. Uh, i got to decide what I, I don't want to handle that yet. Because um, basically, I, I really want to get to the New Testament, but you can't, you can't just gloss over Genesis and uh, some of these original founding documents, Exodus and and uh, Deuteronomy and Leviticus, because it's it's a it's a record, it's the record that we've been given by God of how things were done in the past, and we have this. It's, it's there for us to read, to absorb. Uh, it was written down by many men over many years. And it's a beautiful thing. So Exodus 26. Moreover, you shall take 
Make the tabernacle with ten curtains of fine twined linen and blue and purple and scarlet yarns. You shall make them with cherubim skillfully worked into them. So this is where he goes into the length, the breadth. Um, five curtains be coupled to one another. He's telling them how to make the tabernacle where he will be worshipped out in the wilderness while they're moving around. So it's something that can be moved, something where they can store the, the Ten Commandment tablets uh, in the Ark of the Covenant. Uh, and he goes through the tent making, goes through uh, really everything. He's very specific. Um, 40 bases of silver, two bases under one frame, two bases under the next frame. And you shall make two frames for corners of the tabernacle in the rear and shall separate them beneath. Should be eight frames. Uh, I'm not going to read all this word for word. I'm going to continue into chapter 27. Um, but it's very specific. You shall put the mercy seat on the ark of the testimony, the most holy place. And one of the things that happens when Jesus comes and dies for us is the most holy place, even in the temple that Solomon built, and the temple they used to have in Israel, the curtain that separated the, the holy from the most holy place where the seat of the covenant was and the Ark of the Testimony was supposed to be, um, got torn in two. And it, it reflects the access we now had to God because of Christ and what he did for us and that we weren't separated anymore. You didn't have to have a high priest go in to... Uh, meet with God you could do it on your own by Jesus through Jesus um, so and you shall set the table outside the veil and the lampstand on the south side of the tabernacle um, you shall make a screen for the entrance to the tent you shall make a screen for five pillars of acacia and then he continues on in Exodus 27 you shall make the altar of acacia wood five cubits um, you shall make the horns for it you shall make pots. You shall also make grating and network of bronze, um, poles. You shall make hollow with boards. And uh, you shall make the court of the tabernacle on the south side of the court shall have hangings of fine twine linen, 100 cubits long for one side. And it continues like this through 27. Let's see. Let me get down towards the end here. And utensils of all the tabernacle for every use. Um, so he explains how to make those. Um, and the tent of the meeting outside the veil that is before the testimony, Aaron and his son shall attend it from evening to morning. This is where the priesthood starts in Israel. And it's the Levitical line through Aaron and his sons, the Levites, Moses' tribe, if you will, um, that is going to take care of this. It shall be a statue forever to be observed throughout their generations by the people of Israel. And so he's got this intricate design. Um, And then uh, I'll wait to go into um, the next chapter. After Exodus 28, he starts going into Aaron and the priests and how they're garbed. And you can kind of see where the Catholic Church and some of these more orthodox religions get this garbing um, from. And, you know, it's not necessary in the New Testament church. Um, it's never prescribed in the New Testament church by anybody, by Paul, Peter, any of the apostles, Jesus doesn't say you need to be garbed as a priest. There's no such term as priest in the New Testament. And yet the Catholic Church and some of these other churches um, have brought that back from the Old Testament for some reason. So, but it's 
the point I want to get to on this is God is very specific. He's very specific about how this tabernacle is to be made, how the utensils and all the things that they're going to use to worship him need to be made. And when you look at the intricacy of design in life, it makes sense that God would be that detailed. I mean, you think of all the, I remember going to the Museum of Science and Industry in Chicago once, and they were showing all the stuff that's in one inch of dirt. And I was just standing there thinking, and you people really think this all happened by chance? Look at all the intricacy between all these organisms and all this stuff that's actually making dirt so that we can use it to grow things and how that interacts with the plants that you put in it and and how you need water and sunshine and i mean you just it that does not happen by chance people that doesn't come from a bowl of soup you know somebody had to think about that and design it and you see in exodus here the intricacy and design that god put into the equation and again it ties things together it says okay that makes sense i can see how someone with that level of detail could make the earth if they had the power to do so which god does so how i don't know but he does you're either putting faith in that or a bowl of soup millions of years ago making all of it so again if you want to put faith in a bowl of soup uh again good luck with that uh, you know I, I hope you change your mind at some point and put your faith where it belongs in the one true God. So with that, uh, Lord God Almighty, thank you for this day. Thank you for the opportunity to share this with folks. I pray that people are blessed to hear it and that uh, you would open minds and hearts and help people be committed to your way uh, as the only way, Lord. So we love you and praise you and thank you in Jesus' name. Hey, thanks for stopping by. We will catch up with you tomorrow. Thank you, Lord, for the small things Like me and her on a porch swing For summer nights and fireflies And the sound of my old six-string Blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings If I still got breath in these lungs And that's all I need to get down on my knees And be thankful for all that he's done for my mom.